Hi, everyone, and welcome to this special emergency edition of Whether or Not, sponsored by TD Bank. I'm WABC Chief Meteorologist Lee Goldberg. Let's get right into it. We have what is shaping up to be the biggest winter storm threat of the season, which is just unbelievable, giving all of the mild air that we've had, the near record warmth, actually LaGuardia did get a record on Saturday, but incredible warmth leading into the storm, which is still, by the way, a major factor and really one of the toughest parts of this forecast. Because if you were to just look at the storm track, the time of year, you'd think we're good for a major snowfall for most of the area outside of maybe you know southern portions of the area near the coast. But that's if just seasonable air was in place because this storm is going to be deepening and there's going to be plenty of cold air created but the problem is is all the warm air leading into that so that is complicating the forecast so i know you're hearing a lot and you're hearing a lot of ranges so i wanted to give you a snapshot as we are now into monday afternoon as to where our forecast thinking is and where it may go as we go through the evening hours at this point in a storm i really don't like to sway back and forth with one model run or another sort of gut my philosophy of the storm in place and my thinking of how things will evolve and almost go into an idea that, okay, you know, there is some uncertainty, which I'm not going to be able to clarify until we get into the storm. So I'm going to highlight where we are with that. Uh, before I get right into it, just know that on our broadcast shows, we're going to have some tag team weather throughout our shows, our evening shows. I'm going to be with Jeff Smith. Um, in the morning hours, we're going to have uh, Brittany Bell, Sam Champion, um, we're all on deck here with this particular storm. So know that you're covered if there are any shifts that happen. All right, so major winter storm coming. This starts later tonight and goes into the day on Tuesday. One of the factors is it's a quick hitting storm. While we may get some light in, uh, precipitation beginning by later in the evening hours, the core of this is going to happen during the overnight hours into the morning hours on Tuesday. So now we have this large area, and this has changed since the weekend. We have winter storm warnings that are out. I mean, just creeping up close to New York City. I mean, it's just north and west. Go on the other side of the GWB, and we've got winter storm warnings. And typically, when the Weather Service is issuing a winter storm warning, thinking, okay, th there's pretty high percentages for a winter storm that, that could produce over six inches of snow. Now, you're this close to the storm, and you still have a watch in New York City and Long Island. And what that message is sending is, we're on the lookout here. We have some uncertainty with the snow totals in these areas, and we could go either way. We could go winter weather advisory, where it's you know a few slushy inches, or we could go into the warning area, where we think there's a better chance of seeing six inches of snow. And then you have your winter weather advisories, which are kind of along and south of I-78 through central New Jersey. And south of there, we have no advisories at all because, of course, we're just going to be too warm. And a lot of this is going to be in the form of rainfall. The coastal flood threat is a concern. And our entire uh, coastline is either advised or warned. And the coastal flood warnings are for the southern shore of Nassau County and all the way down through coastal New Jersey for one to two feet of inundation during high tide. We're just coming off of our new moon last week. We're going to have ripping winds coming in uh, that'll be onshore, so we're going to pile up the water there so that it will be a concern. And there could be some wind gusts along the coast that go 35, 40 miles an hour. So let me just sort of tie you overall thinking in terms of headlines. Rain and snow is going to come in later this evening, and it will start as rain in New York City. 
it could come in just straight snow in our some of our northern suburbs, north of I-80 in New Jersey, into the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, uh, especially when you go a little bit up in elevation. And then what we'll see is this transition to snow in many places, right down to the coast, unless you're over southern New Jersey, uh, by the time we get to our maybe pre-dawn hours. I'm, I'm timing the changeover to New York City maybe in like the five o'clock hour. And again, if I'm off by an hour there, that's, that's one more hour we can stack up some snowfall. So every hour is going to matter in a storm that's going to wind down by midday Tuesday. I, I have the brunt of the storm 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. So th that's where we have to do all our dirty work there. Now, we're, we're very confident about a major snowfall north and west of New York City. And again, you don't have to go too far north and west. In fact, if you go really far north and west into a northern Sullivan, northern Ulster, in, in those normal jackpot areas where we talk about we have all the elevation, you're going to be out of the best precipitation. So the, the corridor of the heaviest snowfalls will go through northern New Jersey, north of I-80, into the Hudson Valley, and that includes the lower Hudson Valley and just Connecticut away from the coast. Travel is going to be dangerous to near impossible as we get into the heart of that brunt I talked about tomorrow morning. I want you to be aware of that because you could be an early riser and head out and say, well, listen, you know, it, it, it actually looks like the roads aren't all that bad. Um, and I can go and I can battle this. And then the problem is we start hitting the brunt of the storm after that 5 a.m. time period and your visibilities rapidly go down and you get snowfall rates the crews can't keep up with and it stick to road, sticks to roadways that were at first a little too warm to support snow to stick. And that, that, by the way, that's a huge factor with this storm coming in after 50s and near 60 degree weather. Um, not only is the atmosphere and the environment mild, but your road temperatures have to go down. So that's a factor. The fact that it is going to come in late at night and intensify it at night, that'll help to cool down things faster. But if New York City doesn't get into the heaviest snowfall till after daybreak, well, now you've got the solar radiation coming in. And I mean, we're not, we're no longer at the winter solstice. We're already here in the approaching mid-February, and it's going to be tougher to stack up snow once the sun comes up. So that's going to be a factor as well. Um, we talked about the winds, which could gust 35 to 40 miles an hour. With a heavy, wet snow like this, I am concerned about some scattered power outages, especially closer to the coast. Or really, let's, let's say it was more like a, the, the, the northern shore of Long Island, parts of New York City, just because you're going to get the, more of the snow combined with some of the gustier winds. And we talked about the coastal flooding. And I can't emphasize enough that the biggest challenge with this is will the snow intensity overcome the borderline temperatures that we have in place. What do you mean by that, Lee? Well, what happens is, is when you have temperatures that may not ever go below freezing in New York City, we may be 33, maybe 32, maybe we get to freezing. What you need is you need tremendous lift in the atmosphere. You need rising year. You need to dynamically cool the environment. You able, be able to tap into some of that chillier air aloft because we're, we're fine four or 5,000 feet above the ground. The problem is right near the ground. So if you can overcome that with heavy precipitation, you can get the snow to come down heavy enough and you can cool the ground enough and all of a sudden you've got some snow that's sticking. And if the intensity is varying, so you could go from, okay, it, it, we're getting clobbered, the snow starts sticking, we get a slushy couple of inches or so, wait, okay, we get in a little bit of a hole in the radar, the intensity backs off a little bit, you could go right back to blacktop and, and vice versa. So it, it really is a fight. And that's why you'll see that depicted on the, on the snow map that I'll show you or talk about in just a second. So again, to go over the overall impacts in terms of snow, wind, flooding, and colder temperatures, 
Uh, we are fairly confident in the, not fairly, I have high confidence in that major snowfall north and west of New York City. We have most of our northern and western suburbs in an 8 to 12 inch band where we could also snow at 1 to 2 inches an hour. Maybe there could be some 2 to 3 inch an hour snowfall rates. Uh, again, the 40 mile per hour gusts along the coast, some power outages possible. The flooding, minor to moderate coastal flooding. And that moderate coastal flooding would be for the south shore of Nassau County and Monmouth and Ocean County. This, as we've been saying since last week, regardless of what snow totals you get, this is the gateway to a chillier air mass. Is it, you know, bone chilling cold? No, but it's definitely more consistent seasonable temperatures, if not below normal at times. So we'll talk about some clipper systems later in the week where you have some additional light snow threats, but this is basically the big ticket item for the week. The storm right now is working down south and we're already being tipped off to how dynamic it is. This tornado watches this severe weather down south and the jet stream energy is still catching up with the storm that's associated with an area of snow that's working uh, through parts of Missouri and Arkansas and into Tennessee. So once that starts catching up with the storm down south, we'll start to see this storm intensify. It's going to head up toward the Tennessee Valley, through the Mid-Atlantic, and off the Delmarva. And then at that point, the polar jet stream starts to catch up with it. And now all of a sudden you have this teamwork and phasing going on between the surface system and the weather conditions aloft and the jet stream energy, and now the system starts to crank and deepen in a hurry and, and get explosive and, and start bombing offshore. And it's all about how fast that intensity or that intensification happens that will determine the snowfall, especially in New York City and parts of Long Island. In terms of a future cast, I like a beginning in the city between about 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And it's kind of closer to midnight. The, the 1 and 2 a.m. is more north and east of New York City. But we could already start to see some light raindrops get into New York City during the first part of the evening. The air is pretty dry from the city northward. So it's going to take a little while to get going. So you, you travel first part of the night, it's no problem. At worst, it's wet roads, especially south. Then around midnight, things start getting interesting. We get some light rain moving in. And, you know, in northernmost New Jersey and into the Hudson Valley, it can come right in as some snowfall. Now, temperatures are still above freezing here. And remember, we've been warm. We're well into the 40s and even some 50s today. So roadways are going to be wet through much of the late night travel into the early part of the overnight hours. Now we start to get to that critical 4 or 5 a.m. time period. Storms getting toward the coast. We're seeing some intensification. I think we start to ramp up in intensity. We'll start to see temperatures drop in, the, in our northern suburbs, northern New Jersey and the Hudson Valley, interior Connecticut. The city's still well above freezing, so roadways are likely to just be wet, even if we have an early changeover, which I still think is more in that 5 o'clock time period. Now we're into the brunt of the storm between 5 and 11 o'clock. Snow rates can go 1 to 2, maybe 3 inches an hour. Something key, if you're watching this right now, is that... The heavy precipitation is only going to get so far to the north with this particular snow track. So I don't think, you know, your Binghamton's and, and over into like uh, northernmost Sullivan, Ulster, Dutchess County, you're going to just be out of there. You're cold enough to get the big snow totals, but you don't get the best precipitation. So you're more in that probably four to eight inch category, even down to three to six, the far northern you go. And then once you get into kind of the meat of the Hudson Valley, the I-84 quarter southward, to about 287, that's probably the corridor there. Northern New Jersey, north of I-80, uh, just interior Connecticut. That's where we could really get a sweet spot to some of these heavier snows. So we're into the core of this in the worst possible timing during the heart of the morning commute. So that's why we urge you to either 
do a remote day you can, like New York City schools just decided to do. Stay off the roads, um, mass transit. The, the the evening will be out of this, so we'll be able to get around better. But the morning, the idea of horrible visibilities and the potential for some heavy snowfall, we really don't want you traveling at that point. We get to the late morning, we start to lose the intensities. Um, I think after 11 o'clock, you'll see that. First north and west, and then of course south and east. So Long Island will be the last to lose the higher intensity snowfalls. And that'll be happening by about the lunch hour. And I mean, we're done here by mid-afternoon. So you've got even a few hours between the final flakes and the evening commute for things to quiet down and for the crews to get on it. And the other thing is, Temperatures are coldest during the heart of the precipitation. They'll start to recover later in the day. So there'll actually be some melting and we could get a rapid improvement in road conditions. It's gonna take longer for that to happen north and west where we have the higher snow totals. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen. Okay, with all that description, it's the map you've been waiting for. Let me describe this, okay? Just north and west of New York City, other side of the GWB, we have an 8 to 12 inch band. I mean, I don't have the 8 inches right down to the GWB, but it's close. So all those areas, and what I'm probably going to do, because I haven't gotten a chance to shave some of the northern side off of this, I have to take that 8 inch line and I have to... Uh, reveal more of a four to eight inch in the farthest northern suburbs, like I was talking about, Sullivan, Ulster, and Dutchess County. So there is some massaging to be done, but the overall theme of this still holds. And then, of course, the big discussion. What's going to happen here in New York City and Long Island, where you have the winter storm watch, you have the most uncertainty. So we have the higher confidence in the big snow totals. We're going to have school cancellations, delays in our northern suburbs, northern New Jersey, Hudson Valley, interior Connecticut. What's going to happen in New York City? There are arguments to be made that the entire five boroughs could be in that four to eight inch zone. But I am very hesitant to do that, regardless of, I'm sure you're hearing a lot, well, New York City, and even the weather services is somewhere around a seven inch or seven to eight inch snowfall in Central Park. That's on the table, but everything would have to happen per perfectly. The changeover needs to happen pre-dawn. The intensities have to pick up. We have to have consistent high intensities. That will pr promote uh, the cold air sticking in the city for a while. And we have to overcome all this weekend mild air in place. So yes, it has to happen. And by the way, it has to happen in a short period of time because that window is only six hours at most. So that's why I'm hesitant to put the higher totals and include all of the five boroughs. So visually, I wanted to depict on this map that, okay, New York is split between a Staten Island, a Brooklyn, a lower Manhattan, a southern Queens with a two to four and putting that four inch line almost through Midtown and saying, okay, Upper Manhattan, Bronx, Northern Queens, this also goes under the North Shore of the Island, can get into that four to eight inch zone, you know, if everything comes together. So we would have, we could have, we could have a huge range across the city. I mean, a couple inches at JFK and six to eight in the Bronx, that, that wouldn't shock me. Um, and that means, you know, even your travel across the city could, could, it's, it's, could be so, so different. So that's where we are right there. I don't know that I'd be able to, um, put the city in, in either all in the 4-8, all in the 2-4. to four. I just don't know that we can decipher that with this particular storm track and all the uncertainty and how it's been shifting. It's more like just waiting until the storm is evolving and seeing where the band's set up. I mean, it, it never ends as uniform as our snow maps are. So 
that's what we'll have to decipher. But I just want to give you an idea that, you know, we could go into those high intensity snows and really stack up, or we could miss some of those in the city and you're at blacktop the entire time and you're just you're you're into that thing where I'm gonna get the the tweets and the messages that uh, another dud in New York City. You know, and that and that's why I have to sort of play the line there on those amounts. The storm will be winding down as we go through uh, the early afternoon hours. Again, a quick hitter. Uh, the cold behind the storm, as we talked about, not outrageous cold, but definitely stuck in the 30s for Valentine's Day. Uh, we're likely to go below freezing here as we go through Tuesday night, so there will be some melting and refreezing here. There will be icy roads and, and difficult travel, especially untreated surfaces as we go into Wednesday, which, by the way, is still a very brisk day. And then temperatures are pretty seasonable. Thursday, Friday, there's a little clipper system that, that if it comes Thursday night, could actually bring a couple of snow showers, maybe even a light, small accumulation in spots. There's another clipper over the weekend. That that weekend, actually, looks like a legit cold air mass that comes in. So you can see we're, we're getting more pulses of polar air in here, and I think we'll have more opportunities, which is something we talked about on, on whether or not before, is that our opportunity for winter for the second half of February uh, into early March is definitely there. So uh, that's why we kind of disagreed with the groundhog when we came up with the early spring. Uh, but all kidding aside, serious storm situation. We really would um, advise you not to travel as we go through late night tonight and into the morning hours on Tuesday, really through the day. It's going to be very, very challenging and the heaviest should be through about midday on Tuesday. Uh, I will continue to give updates on any changes to the snowfall map or if anything, you know, there's more clarity where we're able to commit to a higher total or lower total for all of the five boroughs. But right now, again, high confidence in the major snowfall just north and west of New York City. City's going to be a battleground, Long Island too, lower totals to the south. Uh, and of course, the winds, the coastal flooding, the potential for power outages. That's about it for now. Uh, again, tag teaming with meteorologist Jeff Smith during the early evening hours, and we will have updates throughout the evening and of course on ABC7NY and all of our social platforms. Thanks once again for using whether or not as, for, as uh, your storm source. We will be back next time. Rain, shine, or snow.